Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, October 4th. The Canadian Securities Administrators says it's considering how electronic delivery should fit into its proposed amendments to continuous disclosure requirements. Meanwhile, the Ontario Securities Commission has announced the adoption of permanent exemptions for federal financial institutions, extending a previous temporary exemption. The CSA's proposed amendments to modernise the continuous disclosure requirements for non-investment fund reporting issuers, announced in May 2021, aims to streamline and clarify certain disclosure requirements for the management's discussion and analysis and the annual information form with the two combined into one document where possible. The update provided this week means that this will now be considered alongside a proposed electronic access model for prospectuses and for certain continuous disclosure documents issued in 2022 and the proposed amendments to annual and interim disclosures will not be implemented until the access model has been considered. The OSC's announcement Tuesday reveals the adoption of OSC Rule 52503 exemption from disclosure of a specified financial measure. It provides an exemption in Ontario from certain requirements in National Instrument 52112, non-GAAP and other financial measures disclosure for a reporting issuer that is or has a subsidiary or affiliate that is a federal financial institution, as defined by the Bank Act Canada and subject to the guidelines of OSFI. Fidelity Investments Canada has launched a new fund to respond to demand for access to distinct but complementary investment styles. The Fidelity Global Equity Plus Fund also offers exposure to a liquid alternative mutual fund and holds a medium risk rating. The fund offers investors diversification and potential for above market returns over the long term with underlying funds managed by an experienced team of portfolio managers with long-term historical track records. The underlying funds are the Fidelity Global Innovators Investment Trust, Fidelity Greater Canada Fund, Fidelity Canadian Large Cap Multi-Asset Base Fund and Fidelity Global Value Long Short Fund. Signs of a softening condo market in several major Canadian cities is reflective of the impact of higher rates, especially with a pause by the BOC less certain due to the inflation bounce back. But does the growing number of listings and buyers constrained by affordability foretell a correction in the condo market? A new report from Remax Canada analysed 100 communities across seven major markets. It found that apart from Calgary with a 22% increase and Edmonton up 3%, the market saw weaker sales in the first eight months of 2023 than in the same period of last year. Toronto posted a significant and concerning rise in listings at 24% year-over-year in August, while the Fraser Valley posted a 28% gain and there were modest gains in Halifax and Edmonton. Calgary saw a 38% jump in listings, but it had a sales-to-new listings ratio of 98%. Greater Vancouver and Ottawa had lower levels of inventory. For now, prices are holding up in Greater Vancouver, Calgary and Halifax, Dartmouth, while slipping in the Fraser Valley, Edmonton and the GTA and Ottawa. The report found that constrained by affordability issues, more Canadians are choosing to move to a more affordable province. The gains in sales in Alberta's condo markets were supported by interprovincial movers from Ontario and BC. Ontario welcomed 125,000 international migrants, but less than 15,000 people moved to the province from other parts of Canada, the lowest number since 2000, according to Statistics Canada. The Remax Canada report shows that the luxury condo market remains healthy in Toronto and Calgary, while activity has slowed at higher price points in Greater Vancouver, Fraser Valley and Halifax. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. Revolutionising wealth tech, insights from industry leaders. How should post-secondary students plan financially for the real world? 
and FSRA's six-point plan to correct troubling practices in life and health insurance. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.